Here's what you get on today's episode of Guts, Grit, and Great Business. My realest self, my goal, my innermost being as someone whose superpower is to edify others, I need my energy in order for me to wake up and be happy with myself. If Nikita, and Nikita is all of you, if mm-hmm. you are Nikita and you're being honest and you really want to be in balance, you have to admit what you really want. The adventure of entrepreneurship and building a life and business you love, preferably at the same time, is not for the faint of heart. That's why Heather Pierce Campbell is bringing you a dose of guts, grit, and great business stories that will inspire and motivate you to create what you want in your business and life. Welcome to the Guts, Grit, and Great Business Podcast, where endurance is required. Now here's your host, the legal website warrior, Heather Pierce Campbell. All righty. Welcome. I am Heather Pierce Campbell, the legal website warrior, an attorney and legal coach based in Seattle, Washington, and serving online information entrepreneurs throughout the U.S. and around the world. I am so excited about our guest today. You are going to love this topic because, at least to me, it is a big juicy topic that is so relevant to entrepreneurs and business owners. And I think it is one of our biggest areas of struggle across the board. So you're going to want to stick around for today's conversation. You are going to learn so much and you are just going to love Nikita's expertise. So for those of you that don't know Nikita Ren Thigpen, She is on a mission to build stronger families that leave, L-E-A-V-E, new multi-generational imprints witnessed from the ripples of love, empathy, adventure, victory, and edification they create from their self-actualized wholeness. Nikita is the number one balance and relationship advisor in the world, activating power couples and potent humans who privately identify with witty, tongue-in-cheek humor as the lazy overachievers. I love that part. Although most of her clients are founders, entrepreneurs, or entrepreneurial-centered organizations, the commonality is that they all honor the need to rest and recharge with the room for relationship bliss, just as much as the desire to dominate audacious milestones. The intersection of work-life balance, sustainable business, mental health, and fulfilling intimate relationships is where Nikita thrives at work and in real life. She's marketing her legacy of unbound brilliance, beauty, and balance with unapologetic insights on owning the right to be intentionally selfish by leveraging micro sabbaticals that empower you to work less and trust more. Oh, I just want to like stay in your bio and soak up everything that we just read. It's it's amazing. It's like you've identified really what I think are the biggest struggle areas yeah. for most entrepreneurs. Like this whole work-life balance, relationship life balance, relationship work balance, like it all intersects. It's all related. So many entrepreneurs and business owners want to be thriving in all those areas. And I think it can really feel hard to actually be thriving in all those areas. 1000% agree. I 
I think part of the challenge, at least for me, uh, my my husband and I started this company in 2011. That puts us at preteen age. We're like (laughs) 12 years old. (laughs) Totally. You were children when you started. Right. Right. We're totally children. (laughs) Um, So now we're teens and about to start acting out, right? Like for all the parents that are listening that have those teens and tweens are like, Mm -hmm. oh no, the rebelliousness is kicking in. But what we discovered as we started and you want to do everything by the book and you follow every letter of whatever coach or advisor or mentor you have when that's the formula that worked for them, but it wasn't necessarily customized for us. So there were lopsided areas like the seesaw you used to be on in the playground when you were a kid, when you went up in, let's say your business and your client portfolio, your relationship intimacy went down, your friendship intimacy went down, your family was like, where are you? You never come to anything. Or worse, you were trying to stay in that centered space to hold everything so tight. And I don't know if anybody does core work, but if you try to hold your ads in too long, it more than hurts. And it's actually mm. not giving you the effect that you think it is by overholding something in a space that it shouldn't be in that way. Uh, for me, it was being superhero, warrior, weekend mom, right? Yeah. On the weekends, I was stuffing every birthday party, every skate party, every, you know, all the things that I could possibly do in between church, in between community events, in between soup kitchens, like all the things all on the weekend, those little times that you have in the evening when you really should be resting or sleeping Mm. or making love or just sitting on the couch, wiggling your toes. But I'm holding my abs in tight, trying to hold everything equal when that wasn't honest. And it wasn't fair to me because I was in resentment. I was doing it, but I was resenting being in those spaces. I didn't want to be at your fifth wedding party, right? Like I went to the first three, no judgment, right? Like I did that, but I said, yes, because we've been friends for 20 years or we were colleagues for however long. And it wasn't enough to just send you the gift because you had to be there to prove that you're still a friend, to prove to yourself that you can still do all the things. Where honestly, Heather, for me and for many of the clients that I would attract over the years, it was looking at, well, what do you want to do? Like, Mm. yes, I love you. I wish you the best on your third, fourth, fifth, on this eighth kid that you're having, whatever this extra thing is. And I do really try to be in person for all first, Mm. whenever humanly possible. But after that, I can send you a gift, girl. We can meet up for lunch one-to-one when I'm actually in Seattle versus Mm. me uprooting my schedule to try to get there so I can Mm. be in the space. Meanwhile, I'm in my head writing a you know, a proposal. I'm in my head filling out all the ingredients of all the things that I forgot to get at the supermarket (laughs) the last time I was there. I'm not truly fully present because I'm in resentment of me saying Mm. yes when I should have just really held powerfully to my no because my truth is I needed to be somewhere else for the person that I already am, not the person you remember me being. So it all came selfishly for me, to be honest. Mm. (laughs) Well, it's such... Even in that one story, you've illustrated, I think, so many examples of how this stuff creeps in to our lives and kind of piles on. And I know so many moms, I mean, parents generally, but moms in particular that carry this um, mental load, right, of kind of keeping everything together, all the plates in the air. I think it's hard on some days, I will speak for myself, to even 
like allow myself to, to wonder what do I really want? Right. Yeah. And I think part of it was having a discussion the other day with somebody about the, the demands that our current education system places on parents mm-hmm. to be involved in every aspect of their kids' education, yes. PTA, sports, before school, choir or activities, after like it never ends. And I think it's really hard when it comes to boundaries around children and that balance of knowing like, where do I get to say no? Where do I get to say that's too much? And, you know, like the modern day life has done this to us. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. don't think that it used to be that way. Like I think modern day humans, we've piled on, we've piled on, we've piled on to the point where it actually feels hard to give yourself the space to actually say, what do I want? Yeah, I agree. It gets hard and we riddle ourselves with guilt and shame Mm. when we are actually, not just when we're not doing the thing, whatever (laughs) those spinning plates are, right? But when we're actually saying, you know what? I need a beat. I need to give myself permission to pause. I need to take this moment to breathe. And unless you are literally in crisis mode, which is usually the only time other people will also celebrate you taking a moment, partially because they don't want to deal with the consequences of you not taking that Mm -hmm. moment, which is a whole different other podcast, right? But and but for yourself, you're like, I just want to take, you know, a couple hours at the spa up. Oh, can't do that unless I invite five of my girlfriends because I haven't been the best friend because I've been doing all the business or I've been doing all the parenting or I finally made space for my lover. Right. Like there's always this constant switching out to switch in when yes. a lot of it is looking at how am I my best self being selfish? Nikita and many of the clients, Nikita serves and supports as lazy overachievers, (laughs) we are truly, right? Like we're truly at our best when we're honoring our need to rest without that guilt and the shame. Mm. And the way that you do that, Brene Brown has said it very openly, the key to shame is vulnerability. I have to be honest with who I really am inside. You know, my college friends from 20, 30, 30 plus years, you know, see me one way. They see the party girl. They see this, they see that. So every time we connect, what what happens? Let's go for drinks. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's stay up all night. Nikita in 2023 does Mm -hmm. not stay up past nine o'clock. Listen, unless I am already on, right? Like I was already on, I'm away, time zone difference, whatever. Mm -hmm. This is just when the stage wrapped up or I am with my lover. Those are the two reasons that I'm staying up past nine on a typical night, unless one of the grandbabies is acting up, but that's a whole different, right? (laughs) you know, unexpected, unexpected. Thanks to my 27 year old. So there, there's (laughs) that. Um, But that's the expectation of those friends, which really has expired. So Nikita has Mm. to make a decision. Is she going to try to live to that expectation of those friends who probably aren't really living that way themselves when we're not all in community with each other? Or is she going to say, you know what? My realest self, my goal, my innermost being as someone whose superpower is to edify others, I need my energy. In order for me to wake up and be happy with myself, to be excited about this day, to not wake up in dread, oh, it's another day and start with all the negative Nancy, you know, monkey mind stuff that's coming up. Oh, I didn't get enough rest. I have 
a bags under my eyes. Oh no, I have to put concealer on, right? Like all that whole, the things. all the things mm-hmm. that happen. And now we're busy running around to get makeup, running around, right? Like we're doing more running around. So if Nikita and Nikita is all of you who are listening, if mm-hmm. you are Nikita and you're being honest and you really want to be in balance, you have to admit what you really want. Well, I really want to have my children, my children's children, and any other generation that I pray to God that I live to see into my hundreds, a long, high quality life, not a long suffering yes. life. Yeah, I want them to say, G Bunny was here for me. She listened to me. You could call her in the middle of almost anything and she would slow down, pause and make space for you. Even if it was two minutes, it was two minutes of presence. That's my legacy. Like, that's what I want to leave. Not where my daughter, who's 22, my youngest, when she was about eight years old, she said, you are awesome for everyone else but me. And she said that because I raised someone who could advocate. (laughs) I am also a black mother. (laughs) You're like, oops, what did I do? (laughs) Right. You know, I'm also a black mother for those of you who are not watching this. Mm. Um, So my first reaction was, who are you talking to? Like, what? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Come again? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, bring, bring that back. Because I was, myself and my husband, we were doing everything under the sun to give them what we didn't have, you know, ballet and soccer and football and it's, you know, everything under the sun. And we were carpool parents. We were taking them everywhere under the sun, but to her beautifully, you know, worded self as she expounded on, because I I didn't snap, I, I let her have her moment when she expounded on what was happening. She was like, mom, you take me to all these places, but you're not there back in the day. Mm. You're answering your pager because I worked in an emergency room. You're running around and doing all the things. You're you're not with the other moms watching me during practice. You're typing away. Remember the Palm Pilots back in the day? I know I'm getting oh, myself man. a little bit. The, but... the Blackberries. The, yes. like, there's a whole slew of them. Yes, a trio. Oh, oh girl. You, mm. like, you feel me completely. I know. I know. Right? And that was her memory. Like, you're over there in the corner doing that. The other parents are like, yay, go, you know, get it. And I'm typing away because I'm three jobs and a doctoral program right. and all the different layers. Overextended. Yes. My yes. overachiever meter was like steaming. It was all the way to the right. And I justified it by saying, well, I mean, I pay for you to go to all these things. I drove Mm -hmm. you to all these things. I take you to every sleepover that we vet that you want to go to. Like we do all the things. What more could you possibly want? And her eight-year-old self, she was about eight, eight and a half was, I want you. Mm -hmm. I just want time with you. I want you to slow down and be with me. So the way that I responded as all ambitious women who are ridiculous respond as I said, okay, I hear you. And I signed her up for like those last three things she had been asking me to put her in Mm because that was my way of giving. I just needed a little bit of a buffer to really hear. I listened, but I didn't Mm -hmm. hear what she said. Mm -hmm. And it took me six-ish months or so to really look at, okay, Nikita, what are you doing? She said, I want more of you. And you put her in more stuff. You gave her more stuff. That's not literally creating the child that you want to create as the youngest, as the only girl in your family outside of you. That's not really what you want. And I started to have conversations with other individuals, other potent humans who were dope and amazing and our portfolios could rival yours and mine like with a blink of an eye. Like they were beautiful and they were feeling just exhausted as I was. And they were in the same rope-a-dope. And I just decided 
something had to be different. So I created a formula for balance that I could hold myself accountable to, that I could live into to really be who I already was and stop holding on to how other people saw me and kind of that, I don't want to say box, but I'll just use it for this proverbial example. I was kind of showing up as the way people had me in the box to show up because it made them more comfortable but it really wasn't who I truly was. It was only whatever piece I allowed them to see. And to be fully me, to be authentic, to be transparent, like fully vulnerable, I had to break that box for myself. And it wasn't them, it was me, right? I'm not putting on Mm -hmm. them. It was me showing up for that, me leaning into those expectations, not highlighting the fact that they've expired, me not changing. So the formula for that for me was balance. It was admitting my truth, which is the T, It was a fraction over the B, which is having the boundaries to achieve that truth as reality. So if I really wanted to be this holy, self-actualized person that was living in peace, that could be silly as much as she could be serious, that Mm. could smile with you, but will absolutely cut you down if you cross a line, you know, and you disrespect a genre of people or any of those types of things. I wanted to be wholly me. And in order to do that, I had to say no to the cousin who I love to see, but who only wants to call me and have two hour conversations about the same thing that he or she's been talking about for the last 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. Because it was taking me away from the quality time that 10 minutes, 20 minutes, two hours, or in these days, six weeks that I really needed for me to refuel so I could overflow into Mm. whatever human or humans that I wanted to, instead of feeling like I was being taxed by everyone who needed me, but wasn't in reciprocity with me as well. Yeah. Well, it is, I I feel like, I mean, I have so many thoughts and questions in response to you, what you just said, because I feel like there's also different levels of this. Like, yes, so many of us do the best that we can where we're at. And let's be clear, there's different levels of financial security. There's different levels of relationship security. There's different levels of parenting security. And so everybody's in a different area and it can be so easy to like sign ourselves up for all these outside pressures. And so there is a difference between, I think some folks who have, let's just call it less choice Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. those that have more choice. But obviously we're speaking to a group of entrepreneurs, business owners, people who are in the mode of building something to support their life. Right. And so often we get it backwards. We get Mm -hmm. it the other way around. We end up molding our life around our business or our career Mm -hmm. or whatever. So the other, I guess where I would want to start is for the folks that are just starting this conversation of like, oh my gosh, I'm either burnt out or I'm nearing burnout. Cause I think, you know, there's, there has been so much burnout through COVID. It's layered on things that just has made everybody's life more intense. Mm -hmm. It's just up to that intensity level. For folks that are like, oh my gosh, I need to listen again to what Nikita just said and said a couple of phrases. I think you said switching in to switch out. I can't remember the exact words that you use, but it's a little bit like robbing Peter to pay Paul kind of experience with your time or your attention, right? Yes, yes. I think so many parents can relate to that Mm -hmm. in one way or another Mm -hmm. and 
Like, how do you begin to bring those boundaries in closer, right? When you feel so overextended. Honestly, I think you have to give yourself at least five minutes to look at the areas of your life that feel like they're about to drop if they haven't dropped Mm -hmm. already. Like when we talk about, I think you use spinning plates as an example earlier, most humans in the United States have at least five plates that they're spinning, at least five. Whether you have children that came from your womb or not, you're nurturing something. For some of us, that's the mission for our business and the various angles of those streams of income that we're trying to create through that business. For some, it's that and little tiny humans that might be young adults or whatever that are bringing all kinds of new layers of... (laughs) For some, it could be their parents, right? The the parent generation. Yes. And for some, it's both. Yes. Yes. Especially for those in the the 35s to 40-ish plus, we're in that sandwich generation where you really may be caring for both segments of of humans. I'm I'm using that term on purpose for so many reasons, but when that's coming is looking at what are those plates that feel the most fragile, that feel like they're already slipping or Nikita legit, they're on the floor, honey. Like I would love to say that I'm about to drop it, but it's literally on the floor. They're dropped and they might be a little cracked. Yeah. (laughs) I'm doing everything I can not to purposefully step on it because that's how I'm feeling about it. It's looking at them and saying, okay, if that's just picking kind of main areas. If that is your personal time, if for your for your personal habits, your sleeping, your eating, your mm-hmm. exercising, let's just call that your personal. That's your mm-hmm. your me time habit for your own individual fuel. Well, that plate might be on the floor or it's slipping. Let's yeah. look at that. Let's look at our finances. Is that's part of what's causing the slippage? Is because that's the heaviest plate. Because maybe you don't feel the support that you wish that you had in team or or time or investments or other kinds of resources. Especially if you are a self funded. Try not yes. to use the word bootstrapped, but self funded yep. entrepreneur. Yep, for sure, or small business human. Um, let's look at your spiritual plate. For many of us, it's like, mm-hmm. think you gotta woke up and then that's it, right? Like, and it's just kind of, or maybe there's a little grace for wherever you believe and stand, which I believe that when you are pulled forth by something bigger than you, it does help to create a vine of anchor. So mm-hmm. regardless of what you believe in, when you have something bigger pulling you, that spiritual kind of boundary totally. area is really important. Uh, you, we got to look at our relationships. Most mm-hmm. of us are taxed because our relationships are not in balance. They are people, there are people in positions that they shouldn't have. They're what I call parking lot people, which is, they're cool people. People you go to lunch with, cafes with, you meet up at conferences. They can call you occasionally for like, hey, I have a, a quick expert question. No problem, parking lot. Parking lot people don't belong at your kitchen table. They don't belong in the innermost area of your life, hearing about this, you know, very sensitive nature of your relationship with your parents or a sensitive nature of the relationship with your spouse, your lover, your forever lover is what I call that person. If you're intimately in a romantic relationship, they should not know that your child is, you know, suffering with uh, anxiety because of a rape or abuse. That is not mm-hmm. something that you mm-hmm. share with parking lot people with exceptions. And that's usually if part of your platform is to be vulnerable that way, to share, to give nuggets, to help. So aside from that, 
a lot of the drain we feel is because we have people having access to us because we want to be known for being available because somewhere someone said that that's how you show up. You give and you give and you grow. Love it. But you do not give until you go emotionally broke. And many of us are doing that because we have people in the wrong positions. We've made them have access to us that our 3 a.m. friends are our people that we're like, girl, I got $10 in the account. I was looking through the cushions for some gas money, <laughs> right? Like, you know, that's, that's not for parking lot people. Yeah. That's yeah. more of a, hey, I really need to talk to you because I just signed this deal with this company and I'm really not sure about their practices and I don't know what to do because this is the jam I'm in. That's not parking lot people. But if you give that to parking lot people, well, now they feel like they have a connection to you to pull on you yes, in a way. More. Exactly. They're pulling, they're, they're zapping, they're draining, they're vampiring in many ways because you've alluded to them being a friend in the most intimate way versus an acquaintance in the way that they really are because you haven't allowed yourself enough time to dance, to see the rhythm of their personality, to see how they handle conflict, how they communicate with people that they feel really comfortable with, not just in the formal posh boardroom way, and then decide to date them. And dating is a continuum, right? Like, And that's a huge part of what I've seen over the years, especially for entrepreneurs or people who are very focused on big projects and big missions because mm-hmm. they not everyone rocks that title, right, for right. us. Yep. But that's the heaviest part. So that's usually the plate that we address first. Second to that is usually the finance. Second to that is usually kind of walk into the personal time. Because if we can get some of those relationships together, it automatically frees you up with some personal time. Mm. It automatically gives you headspace for the clarity you need to see, okay, I understand why this is out of alignment. This pricing structure isn't fitting this service or product based on what the supports I'm giving. I'm, I'm not actually creating deeper connections. I'm going wide instead of deep. And that's not the model that I really want. Not everyone wants to be a Gary Vanderchuk. And that's mm-hmm. okay. There's nothing against Gary, right? Like, good for mm-hmm. you. Some people actually want to spend time with their families. Right. And they don't want to sacrifice it and say things like, you know, sleep is for when you're dead. Some people understand that 90% of actual physical illnesses are stress-induced, not made up, but actually come from stress-induced illness, adrenal fatigue, cortisol issues, all the things because of this be booked and busy mentality, instead of prioritizing whatever way you define balance for you. I know people say harmony, integration. I'm okay with it. Whatever you use, if I'm falling out of this chair that I'm sitting on as I talk to Heather right now. I don't feel like I'm falling out of harmony or out of integration. I feel like I just lost my balance, (laughs) which is why I use it like very concretely. But knowing Mm. that this is who you want to be, that truth, which Mm. is so important for you to know, I want a boutique business. That's your truth. Why are you trying to build it as if you want to serve a thousand people at one time? where maybe you want to serve a thousand people over the course of five years. So really looking at that truth, that one plate will really help you take a beat back and say, okay, I see some things that are out of alignment and you'll have a little breathing room to then edge in. Oh, I just needed two minutes to blow some bubbles. And that was my deep breathing and my meditation simultaneously. You know what I'm saying? It's such a great point. All right, let's pause for a moment and hear from today's sponsor. Are you an entrepreneur who is on track to make a million or more in revenue this year in your business? 
If so, your business is likely facing a host of legal issues that are ripe for support. And if you are like so many of my clients at this level, you are likely tired of taking unnecessary risks and a DIY approach to legal support in your business. You're ready to tackle the mess of legal documents, fix legal gaps that you have. You want to take care of your IP, your clients, your business, and avoid unnecessary conflict and risk in the process. If this is you, and beyond just being an entrepreneur, you are a catalyst and are committed to your mission and your impact in the world, I invite you to get in touch. You could be a fit for my Catalyst Club, a small business legal support program that I designed for my high-level clients just like you. You can find out more at legalwebsitewarrior.com. Just click on the work with me tab to learn more about the Catalyst Club and other ways that I support my clients. A fabulous group of world-changing entrepreneurs, I might add. You've done the initial legwork in your business and now you want to soar. And you know that you can only go as high and as far as your legal foundation lets you go. So get in touch today, hop over to legalwebsitewarrior.com, click on the work with me tab. And if you have any questions, get in touch through the contact link on my site. I look forward to connecting. It would be a joy to support you on your path. Part of what I'm wondering and part of the question I've asked myself as a mom, as an, you know, an entrepreneur and attorney like, how do I layer over, accomplish multiple things at once, like in a very intentional way? You know, I think if there's a silver lining to COVID, I think that it's, it's the fact that so many people are really asking themselves the question of, is this the work that I want to be doing? Is this the business that I want to be building? Is this the lifestyle that I want? And it brought to light, I think, so many ways that the old paradigms aren't working, mm. are no longer working. But you know I, I want to shake my maracas right now so bad. <laughs> you know, yes, it's just, I think that's the gift. And I think so many folks that maybe even didn't see it before are starting to yeah. see this. And and also moving into the space of possibility of yeah. like, what could it look like? You know, my question is like, how do you help your clients make that shift? If they've been so bogged down mm-hmm. and they're finally recognizing like, okay, we're letting a few things drop away. Mm-hmm. We're getting a little clearer with our boundaries and, you know, keeping mm-hmm. those parking lot people mm-hmm. at bay and doing a little better job. How do you help them shift to like really what's possible? Because I still yeah. love, I'm in love with your phrase <laughs> of the lazy overachievers. My mm-hmm. sister, literally right before I went live here with you, she we were talking about um, labels that got put on us in childhood mm-hmm. and then what you do as an adult to overcompensate for that, right? So she yeah. was saying, you know, I got called lazy, like mom called her lazy. And mm-hmm. my mom, we had a great mom. I mean, she passed away young and and still we, you know, she was the best mom. And we, we all inherit stuff like that, right? Yes, yes. And I'm laughing because I'm like, Ashley, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> here's how laziness is awesome because it simply means like you're way more efficient than yes. average at getting yes. this stuff done. And she laughed. She was like, Heather, it's true. Like in school, I could always like get to the answer the fastest. And she's got a son that she thinks is the same way. She's like, Bubba is so smart, but he's so lazy. And he just mm-hmm. wants to do things the fastest. And I'm part of me is like, 
how do we yeah. all adopt more of that? Like yeah. being okay with that laziness. Cause I think that sometimes that is what's required to give ourselves the room to figure it out, to figure the rest out. Oh my God, Heather, you hit on so many powerful points. Well, I, what I will say with our time, because I want to be mindful, because I, I know um, as a balancing relationship advisor that you should not be overextending yourself in this beautiful conversation. So I'm happy to I do a love part it. two. <laughs> I, totally. And we absolutely should, because I really yeah. consider this one of yeah. the most important conversations in life generally. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because so many of us can keep ourselves too busy to really mm-hmm. dig into the most important parts and be extraordinarily intentional about yeah. how we're spending our time and what we're actually creating. 1000%. I will say to answer your question at kind of like high level mm-hmm. is all of my clients because embodied personal development is what yes. I am like chef's kiss at is I bring them into our body. Mm-hmm. Your body holds your trauma, but it also holds so much of your joy. And yes. a lot of it is literally like a, a halo around your purpose and your purpose mm-hmm. is in you. I don't think it's outside. I don't think you have to go mm-hmm. find it but it is buried under calcified chaos and confusion from other people's definitions of you, right? Like I woke Mm. up to my step-grandfather calling me stupid. Like that was normal. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't pick up the water bottle right without some kind of salacious name or some horrible Mm. thing being said to me. And it could have absolutely been a brick in my ability to project into the greatest version of myself, you know, talking a small child all the way up into my preteens before he passed away. Mm. And it was daily. It was, you know, that was his thing. I don't know. I think he was proud of it. But regardless of that, my way of making sure that it didn't become my identity was to remember how joyful I felt when I would run back in the day. Can't do that Mm. anymore with this back, but back Mm. in the day when I would run and release. So I bring my clients into their body and we do a lot of inner child work when we have to, when it's appropriate to follow that thread. I am a trauma specialist and psychotherapist by training and I still hold all those licenses. Mm -hmm. I just don't show up that way because I don't want to be limited to only doing that. And I have like a whole toolbox of things that I use intuitively based on what they need. But for people who are listening that are an example of what you just gave, like how do I just address it and come into our body? I love for you to connect with your heartbeat and follow that rhythm. So I teach something It's 4784. It's a diaphragmatic breathing that really allows you to kind of reset your nervous system and slow you down just a little bit. You can do it on the toilet. You can do it in the car. You can do it if you're sitting in a cafe waiting for your next, you know, potential client to come in. And if you have a straw, it's even better because you can, you know, flow your breath through it and concentrate Mm -hmm. it. It's four inhale in to the count Mm -hmm. of four, one, two, three, four but slower than I just said it. And then hold for seven, Mm. blow out for eight. If you can, and if you feel safe, the exhale with the is the best, like blow it out. Don't try to be cute. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not the cute breath where you're breathing through your nose, but like breathe through your mouth. So four in through your mouth, hold for seven eight out through your mouth with a whoosh sound to get all the air out of your abdomen and then hold at the bottom of that exhale for four. So Mm. four, seven, eight, four. 
It really does bring you in alignment. Try to do that for a cycle of five times. You'd be surprised that your shoulders went from being into your ears to dropping. Mm -hmm. And then your chest went from being so tight and tense to relaxing, right? It's an amazing thing to just connect with what is already here, your heart, the rhythm of your beautiful heart that is allowing you to breathe in and out and just take that moment to remind yourself of whatever it is that you're grateful for. I'm grateful for my breath. I'm grateful for my kids. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful that I traveled here well. I'm grateful that I found parking. You know, whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you, it doesn't have to be a big thing, but just come into your body is the first to kind of slow you down. And when you're ready, you can start to move towards, well, which of these plates do I want to tackle and kind of handle just to stabilize? The other ones are spinning all crazy and wobbly, but which one can I take control of now? And then we kind of move through there. And for many of my clients, because they are ambitious, it's usually a specific project within their business that they want to tackle and say, okay, I want to go deeper here. I still got to hold the place here because that's just the reality of entrepreneurship. But this is the one that I've been scared of. This is the one that I really want to show up more, but it's also going to take me to be really uncomfortable. So this is the one that I need you to kind of walk me through. Mm. Well, and it is, you know, it's such a reminder that we just need to do the right next thing. We don't need to do all of it. You know what I mean? And even this reminder around the breath, because Ashley, my sister and I, we joke that we're experts at shallow breathing. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Not really something you want to be expert level at, you know, it's, I think as moms, it's easy Mm -hmm. to do that, you know, just have kind of a heightened level of you know, it's a little bit like you holding your abs in a little too tight for too yes. long. Like you're not breathing fully when mm-hmm. you do that. And it's just this, you know, I think it's very symbolic of all of the emotional, mental and physical weight we carry in the world, you know, yes. and like that, that just having a moment to just like, let it go. And to, it's so simple and yet so challenging, I think, for so many of us to remember to do that and start there and then feel invited into the next phase of what, what do we want to tackle? What do we want to look at first? So I think that's a great exercise. Um, Simple, but not easy, right? That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's exactly it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love the, because I think a lot of people are familiar with box breathing, but it's a different pace, what you've just described. It's a different pace than what you hear most often. Yeah, because it really does help for your parasympathetic nervous system Mm -hmm. and the vagal tone activation, like all all the big nerdy head stuff. But just come into your body and do that. It does wonders and it will help you in so many areas with anxiety and your cortisol levels and your oxytocin rebalances. Like there's so many different things that happen just from breathing. And Mm -hmm. I know it sounds woo woo for many people listening, but I promise you. It really does help, but you have to come into the breath. You can't shallow breathe your way through uh-uh, it. Uh-uh. And even if you can't hold, because it's, it's hard to hold for seven and out for eight and all the things if you're not used to it, just start with four. You can do four, four, four and build up the muscle for the rhythm and then do four, six, four, four, right? And then four, mm-hmm. seven, four, four. And then you can eventually get to the four, seven, eight, four yeah. to really strengthen your your lung capacity. Yeah. Well, I love it. And I think 
so many people have come out of COVID with, like for me, adrenal fatigue, mm, right? Yes. Related to cortisol levels, related to not sleeping enough, related to trying to cram too much into that phase of life. And, and so, you know, regardless of whether people have diagnoses, I think so many can relate to the feeling of being too tired or not as clear as they used to, or, or, you know, having heightened anxiety, like back to the nervous system. I think mm-hmm. so many folks are recognizing that it is like a calming of the nervous system. And we all need multiple strategies to be able to support yes. that. Yeah. And a lot of them really do come from clinical psychology, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's so many. I know they're, they've been termed different things under mindfulness, which is really DBT and, you know, different behavioral pattern resets, mm-hmm. which is really CBT. Like there's so much that's so old school, yeah. that's good that we can bring back. And then there's so many things we need to let go, like some yeah, of the definitions yes. that are also old and patriarchal and do not serve you anymore. Totally. Totally. Well, um, I love this. I, you know, I know that um, everybody in their own way will be able to relate to this Mm -hmm. conversation and some element of it and maybe take a new level of just awareness and mindfulness in, in their days and looking at what are those plates? What are the ones that are falling or feel like they're going to fall or already fallen? And like, what is one thing I can do to start to address it or create better boundaries? And it really is. I talk so often with girlfriends, entrepreneurs, my clients, even the legal work that I do for my clients is so much about clear business boundaries. Like boundaries are such a big lesson for us all. Anyways, I adore you. I'm so grateful that you've spent this time with me and with us today. I know there's a part two to this conversation and definitely, I'm really excited for people to pop over and get to know you better through, you know, your website or wherever you show up. So on that note, where are you online and do you like for people to connect with you? Yes, yes, and yes, Um, and in parentheses. So the best place to continue a conversation with me is really Balance Boldly Podcast, available everywhere your favorite podcast are heard. Thank you. Um, And the Lazy Overachiever show is coming soon too, based on the time of this recording. So that's our second podcast. But you can get all of those things right at figpro.com, which is our website, which I know will be in the show notes below. Totally. And- Yes, connect with me. I promise you, if you go to Instagram, you're going to get my daughter, who's our media coordinator. That is not me responding. (laughs) I love that. Good job, daughter. I keep trying to hire my sister to do mine. If I could do nothing on social media, like talking about boundaries, I'd be so happy. (laughs) That part. And and that's me. I'm like, I'm I'm not interested. I want to share, but I don't want to do all that other stuff. Um, but LinkedIn is is really me. So oh, if I you message that. me and say, Nikita, I heard you. You were talking to Heather. You had this amazing blah 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 on guts and grits and business and all the things. Then you know, let's connect there, and you can me- you can follow and message me there. It's really me answering. No one else checks Perfect. my LinkedIn. I love that about LinkedIn. Yes, yeah. I know it's really a great uh, platform for true connections. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we will share those. If you're listening, we will share Nikita's links, her website, her LinkedIn, also the links directly to the podcast. I'm super happy to share all of that. You can find it at the show notes page, which is legalwebsitewarrior.com forward slash podcast. Find Nikita's episode. They will all be there. Nikita, I'm so glad to be able to share your work. And I just love that this is the area that you live in because we all need support with this. I really believe it's it's part of the human condition to learn how to do this the right way. Absolutely. This was an honor. Thank you for holding space, Heather. Mm, Thank you. What final thought, takeaway, action step, it could be whatever you want to leave people with today? What comes to mind? I want for everyone who is feeling what I call the bite, where you are burnt out, imposter syndrome, you're in a toxic relationship loop with your business, your partner, your best friend, or your lover, and those expire expectations, I want you not to bite back. I want you to release and Mm. really acknowledge that all of it is normal, all of it is well, and you will be well as soon as you release from the shame and guilt that's literally anchoring you to one or all of those things. Oh, so good. So true. I love your acronym, BITE. That's a little (laughs) bit how it feels, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ask me how I know. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, folks. Jump over, visit Nikita, follow her, go join her podcast. I'm so excited to share this. We'll be in touch soon, Nikita. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on the Guts, Grit, and Great Business Podcast. We hope that we've added a little fuel to your tank, some coffee to your cup, and pep in your step to keep you moving forward in your own great adventures. For key takeaways, links to any resources mentioned in today's show and more, see the show notes, which can be found at legalwebsitewarrior.com slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoyed today's conversation, please give us some stars and a review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast so others will find us too. Keep up the great work you are doing in the world, and we'll see you next week.